asked you to pick a show. What is this? This this is fucking called revenge. I mean, I just wanted one show. One show we could like do and people could listen to and enjoy. I mean, I I did the whole show thing. You said nothing about enjoying it. We've watched some not good shit before. And this this is me making you suffer for all the fucking shit to put up with. This is raging alcoholic who ruins everything. This is literally worse than anything I've ever picked for us to view. Yeah. That's why it's revenge. It's This isn't revenge. This is a whole new level. You need to apologize. Straight up like you need to apologize to the passengers. You need to apologize to all the passengers right now. I don't hear a single passenger complaining. Guys. What do you want? Hey Chris, you're back. I I, I turned on my screen. Yeah. To watch the in-flight entertainment. Yeah. What was that? It sounds like you do need to apologize. I mean, I didn't hear anything negative about that. But to answer your question, um, that's that's because uh, I'm done with this fuck over here. I mean, seriously, you should apologize to the, to the entire audience, every person that's ever fly, flown with us, and every person that will fly with us. Jesus Christ, I don't know how you could think this was an actual reasonable decision. I never said that. I took a page from your book and got really fucking drunk when I made the decision. Oh, Jesus Christ. So, I, I guess I'm sorry, but, uh... So, I'm gonna apologize for him. Chris, you wanna talk to, you wanna talk about this with us for the audience? I, I, I mean, guess. you already, you were already subjugated to it. You watched it. I have to work through the trauma I can somehow. He- I can hear it in your voice. I know you I'm fucking here for watched you. it. He's, I'm also working through that trauma. So am I. I so, repressed it once before. This week, in-flight entertainment. In-flight torture this week. 2010's Kiss X6. So, I'm going to go to preclude this all by saying, um, first of all, massive fucking warning. This show is, it's not extremely violent or grotesque. It is extremely sexual in context. It covers taboo relationships. It's honestly not a good fucking show. We decided to review this one because Josh and I were talking at a point. We decided to review this I one. I decided to review this one because me and Josh were talking at a point and for our guest, Chris, and we have another one coming up. We talked about having them pick a show that we reviewed, and then we came up with the idea of having a show we wanted to force them to watch and review, and Josh had a really good idea for our other guest, which he has since forgotten because he had it when he was drunk. Look, you can't expect drunk me to be responsible for sober me. And I remembered this show, because I remember back, I was, I felt the need to watch like a really, really shitty show, so I just found what was apparently a shitty show, and I started to watch it. Well, when I started to watch it, I was hanging out with Chris, our guest, and it was bad. And, of course, like, the average same person is like, I'm not going to fucking watch this. I'll admit, I have issues. We've mentioned this before. I was like, I wanted to watch something shitty. I'm going to watch it. And then, because I started it, I had to finish it, as I've mentioned here several times. And, God, do I fucking regret ever starting this show. This is, like, circa 2014. Yeah. Me and Jess are hanging out in, like, my childhood apartment, right? And Jess is like, hey, I've watched tons of shitty anime, right? But What if Jess, I watched the shittiest anime? He's like, this, this anime is so bad that it is legitimately offensive. Like, in the intro, when I said I was traumatized, that's not a bit. I feel icky. So do I. We right? all do. And, like, as I was saying, you don't need to listen to this. 
I wouldn't say all of us feel icky. We had, we had a fourth friend watch this with us, and he was just laughing the entire time. I think there's legitimately something fucked in his head. Yeah. Good news, he's never going to listen to this because he doesn't listen to our show, even though he's our friend. Sure. So, <laughs> Justice, what is the basic premise of Kiss X Sis? Oh, this guy has two stepsisters and they want to fuck him. Oh, God. That's it. Okay, but That's like, the premise. They're adults, right? Like No, no, no. He's a middle schooler. They're high schoolers. This is anime, baby. Everything's fucked okay, up. So they want to fuck him, but like, it, that, that's where it ends, right? Like, they're just lusty for him? Like, I mean, they never get to the full completion of things, but they really fucking try. <clears throat> um, I'm going to go ahead and... I don't think they do. I'm going to... So we watched I repressed the, shit, guys. We watched the first two episodes, right? Watch is a strong word. We, Suffered through. We were traumatized by. In Subjected the first, to. I kept count. In the first two episodes, there are 25 shots of these underage girls in their, either, like, either a panty or bra, exposing underwear, exposing themselves. At least 25 distinct times it happens. Not counting six in each of the openings. And the very first one happens less than three minutes into the show. Two and a half minutes in, and we get teenage girls revealing their panties. Yeah. So, I think we're reviewing the show because we've watched it. Yeah. Because Justice is a piece of trash and hates us. I wanted to make them suffer because I thought it would be amusing, and uh, then it quickly dawned on me, I had to fucking watch it too. Yeah. Yeah, well, fuck you. So... It was a bad decision. Mistakes were made. Horrible, horrible mistakes. Had something I was going to say. The show's so terrible, it, it, I lost it. Might as well start at the top. So okay. Did you actually have the episode name, Josh? Oh, yeah, I found the episode name. Kiss Exis, episode one, Wonderful Days, from 2010. Okay. So, the show starts with a dog. Oh, no, excuse me, motherfucker. The show does not start with a dog. The, the show <laughs> starts... The dog is on the street at the same time as you hear the sound. Mm-mm. You see a, like, establishing shot of a riverbank, mm-hmm. and you hear the most stereotypical little girl sound ever. He says little girl sound, but it means anime's version of a little girl sex sound, because that's what it is. I will now, a, uh, a grown man, 23 years of age, uh, I will now put this on the internet forever and try and replicate the sound. I'm glad you're trying to replicate this, because I really don't want to. <laughs> Me, 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 me. Ah! Except in the show, because I don't know how the fuck this works, it's a little boy crying because those sounds are apparently the same in real life. I mean, so just going back to a better time in our lives, a time before this, in the before times, and this time I don't mean before COVID, I mean before I was forced to watch this. Um, we watched a show called Ghost Stories. Yeah. And there's a little boy in that. Um, and he Kijiro. Kijiro makes a lot of the same noises as this. But, like, Kijiro does it all while he's on screen, so it's n- none of it's ambiguous. Yes. And second, is a fucking meme. Yeah. <laughs> you heard me attempt to remake those sounds that Kijiro was making. <clears throat> yeah, like, Kijiro. Does that imply that those sounds came across as sex sounds when we put them on the podcast? I hope I so. I wasn't on screen. I, I hope people think that you were making child sex noises. Oh, God, I, I just not. made one. <laughs> so, well, in context of the show, you know, I don't know if the show actually has context... It's a dog, actually two dogs, barking and scaring this little boy. Keita. Keita. And yeah. his sisters, Aiko and Rico, are there to save him. 
Yep. By scaring the dogs off with a stick? Yeah, and then they're like... They're like... Oof. These, like, dogs, like... Rawr, rawr, rawr. And it's like, pap, a stick on the ground, and the dogs leave. Yeah, and then they're like, Kita, you gotta learn to stand up for yourself. We're not always gonna be around to protect you. And Kita's like, where are you gonna go? You can't leave me. And... Yeah, he's worried that, like, if he learns to stand up for himself, that they leave him or some shit? Yep. And then they both kiss him on either cheek, which, out of context of knowing what we were getting into... Might have been, like, vaguely cute in an anime sense of, like, sibling love. I mean, in, in, in this scene... Proper, okay sibling love. In this scene, Kane was, like, four, and the girls were, like, six. Yeah. Yeah. And there's all the... He'll always be their pamper, pamper little brother. Oh, God, the word. And oh. that... and that Yeah, it, it, does, it doesn't get better. So then we fast forward, like, ten years. Um... And Kita is asleep during during his class, one of his classes, daydreaming of his sisters. I I think we're supposed to assume that he's like dreaming about this and like remembering it. Maybe I don't I don't know I don't care. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I understand. I don't fucking care about any of this. I regret doing it. His friends wake him up and they're like, "You've been sleeping a lot in school. You must not be sleeping at home. What are you doing at home? Are you, you fucking your sisters? sisters? One." His friends immediately, immediately are like, man, you're tired all the time. Probably because you're fucking your sisters. If not, I don't understand why you aren't, because if I had sisters like those, I'd be fucking them. Deadass. They say, if you're not fucking your sisters, you're stupid, because if my sisters were like your sisters, I'd fuck my sisters. Yeah. So, like, Kane's an understandable and reasonable human being. He's confused as to why the fuck they think that's okay. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. That, no, that, that doesn't make sense. That's that's bad. That's stupid. What, what are you guys talking about and going on about? So then we see Keita on his way home, and he's like, he's thinking just about like <clears throat> how weird it'd be if they fucked. Cause yeah, he, and he's like, no, those are just fantasies, though. And, uh, whatever. And then he gets in the door. Oh, no, no, no. There's a fun line. But no one realizes those fantasies have already happened. Oh yeah, it implies that they've already fucked. Not on. It doesn't happen on screen in these two episodes, but it's implied. Yeah, I, I think the actions we see in this imply that they didn't fuck, but things have definitely gone like farther than any sibling relationship should. Yeah. Um. So Kita Kita walks through the front door of his house, and is immediately jump hugged. I think the terminology is glomped. Kill me. <laughs> by his two sisters, and this two minutes and thirty eight seconds into the first episode, is when we see our first panty shot. I just like. I I think it's important to note here, before before we continue on, because you already noted there's 25 panic shots in these first two episodes. We are watching the version that was edited to Arrow on TV, because we don't hate ourselves that much. Yeah, there was apparently another version. I, I wasn't going to subject anyone to that. I am vaguely interested to know how many of the panic shots that you've listed are not panty shots in the non-edited version. I, I don't want to see them. I don't want to know, and I will spend the rest of my living days forcefully like preventing my brain from having those thoughts i know like lobotomy lobotomies are like super fucked up and like should not happen but if i could like voluntarily sign up for one to get like the memory of this fucking show out of my brain i'm just saying hand me an ice pick yeah i'm, I'm done with that idea too so after they glomp him and show us their pennies his sister's kissing on either one of his cheeks and we get this little twinkle sound effect. And Kita pops a boner. 
I fucking missed that. I wasn't. I was not paying attention. My exact note reads, I hate, I hate. You want to hear my, I actually have some notes from before the show even started. Can I I go ahead and read this? Yeah. I want to, I want to preface this by saying these notes are now wrong. Very wrong. I don't believe this sentence to be true at all. This show is going to be torture. Absolute fucking torture. But it's torture that's torturing Chris. So it's completely and absolutely worth it. That sentence is not true anymore. Nothing is worth it. I follow that with, this show starts out with uncomfortable noises, which we talked about, made even more uncomfortable by the fact that I'm in a room surrounded by five other dudes. (laughs) Yeah. This show. So... Uh, after Kata pops the boner, he gets, like, super flustered and yells and tells them to stop or some shit. And then we get the OP. Oh, no. You are... You, um... You, uh... Skipped the part where one of the... One of the sisters flashes? No, no, no. That's after the OP. That's after the OP. Oh. Yeah. My bad. Because I have opening is super fetishy. I have this show put us on an FBI watch list. This OP... This opening is trash. Panty shots, loot bikini shots, incest kisses, and incest implications. I hate this. I want to die. Please stop. I just wanted to torture my friend. Why does this have to happen to me? Why? Oh, why? I mean, it, it feels worse. I wanted to torture you and Chris, and I ended up torturing myself. Like, so we come back. Flagration. Flagration. We come back from the OP. Which, guys, guys. Yes. Yeah. If I believed in God before we watched this, you don't fucking anymore. Not. I. God is dead and we kill him. I mean, I, I, wouldn't it reinforce your belief in God? I mean, no. Multiple I, times in the Bible, he made siblings fuck. I don't think a God can exist in a world where this show exists. Really? Because he made siblings fuck a lot in the Bible. This seems like his type of thing. Not like this. You're right, there weren't step siblings in the Bible. Not like this. So after the opening, do we have the part? Yeah, yeah, yeah we, we do the whole that, welcome home bullshit again. I want to hit. We talked about there's roughly 12 and a half panty shots across each episode 25 in the first two but that was discounting the opening how many panty shots are in the opening chris you have to running tally six for anyone wondering that's 37 panty shots not counting the ending outros which use clips from the episode so you know it's just repeats ones you've already seen the ending also has really uncanny cgi Oh, well, we can get to that when we get to that yeah so chris you were talking about um one of the sisters flashing him yeah, um, so she's like, welcome home, da-da-da, do you want to see me? And she, like, undoes her shirt and, like, shows her... He was, like, an overused line from, like, anime. It's like, what do you want first? Do you want a bath, food, or me? Can we give you a bath? Can we give you food? Or do you want me? And she flashes Ooh. him, right? You see her bra. I have a note here, right? This, we are now, including the opening, four minutes and 38 <laughs> seconds into the episode. Okay. At four minutes and thirty-eight seconds, we paused it for what the fourth time. We uh, the best yeah. way I can explain it is every minute of this show, you take four hundred points of psychic damage, right? Yeah. So I had to pause it, chug a health potion, alcohol, and <laughs> desperately tried to recoup my mental stamina. When we paused it this time, we had a serious conversation about not unpausing it, but for some fucking reason we were like it'll make good content <laughs> okay so yeah so hopefully this episode turns out good and is good content otherwise we suffered for no 
fucking reason. Man, if this episode performs worse than G.I. Joe, I'm gonna kill myself. You can fucking kill me before that, man. Like, I'll deserve it. Like, I don't want to worry any of our listeners, all, like, 11 of you. Um, I mean, I think we're in a hole here, because Chris listens to this shit. I'm not sure he's going to listen to this episode. I Even so, if it would increase our analytics, I don't think he's going to fucking listen to it. I don't blame him. So, Rico was the one that flashed him before we paused it, right? We yeah. unpause it. And Akko goes, it's not fair that you got to see her. Yeah, because she freaks out because it's not fair. And also flashes. Oh, my fucking God. Yeah, well, she goes to flash him. She's super slow about it. And she like does open her shirt. So we focus on that with the camera, of course. But Kido walks right past her. Yeah. He doesn't he, he see does the her. Yeah. dotted outline thing, which I normally find amusing. Here I'm like, why? Why? Why couldn't we just follow so, him with the camera? So Kido doesn't see her, but don't worry. We do. The audience does. Yeah, yeah. We, we get to see her. Um... So Keto then goes to take a bath. Keto. But uh, we also hear Akko You and act like I care about anything in this yeah. show. Akko and Rico are fighting in the background because Rico like insults Akko's boobs and they're like, they're the same size, blah, blah, blah. He didn't want to see them, whatever. They're just fighting with the fact that Keta doesn't want to be involved in this shit. Yeah. So then he's taking a bath and he starts thinking about his sister's boobs. Before that, though, he calls his sisters sweet and fucking innocent. Yep. God, they're so sweet and innocent. They don't know what they're doing. Ha 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 ha. They're not. My older sisters who are sexually harassing me don't know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Then he thinks about the sister's boobs and pops another boner. We get another twinkle effect. Yeah. And actually, we get like... A blurred out like white spot that's kind of like covered with steam where his dick is sticking out of the water. I didn't notice that. Thanks. I only noticed it because when he moves down, we see his hands just like pop up over and the like. I thought it was a light reflection disappears. So then we cut to Rita and Akko and they're in the kitchen fixing food. And this is probably one of the most normal scenes in the entire anime. Yeah. Akko's fixing soup. Rico is going to cut a cucumber. Except she can't cook and, like, just... Yeah. Somehow hits it with enough pressure from an act to send one end flying, but not the other? Yeah, and then Akko's like, hey, can you just stir this? I gotta go do something. And by do something, she means go look through her brother's um, dresser because she needs to find a pair of panties to sniff. Panties by box... I mean, panties, I mean boxers. Yeah, she picks them up, sniffs them, and rubs them on her face and, like, hugs them. But then Rico comes up from downstairs and is like, you idiot the clean ones you get from his drawer don't smell you have to get the dirty ones the freshly dirty ones the ones he just took off to take a bath and she like waves them in front of her sister's face so her sister could smell them and then who, she who smells stops them. who stops stares at them and then sniffs multiple times and then she brings them back in front of her and sniffs and then they fight over who gets to smell his used boxers his yep. sweaty used boxers uh, so then we see him exit the shower and he's like, where the fuck did my underwear go? And then we cut to them eating dinner, which is burnt because they both decided to fucking, like, s- sexualize their younger brother instead of fucking cooking food. Yeah. And then they spend supper, of course, fighting over him. Like, one wants him to drink something she poured, the other one's trying to spoon VM. Can I just say, I realized something just now. What? I was disgusted watching this show. But the further we get into my notes, the angrier I get. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like it, it's really annoying in this first episode because, like, here he says he chooses to pass. He 
foregoes eating and drinking to get the fuck away from his sisters. And, like, then they basically threaten him because he's like, hey, where's, the, where's our parents okay, no. at? I'm going to, ready? I'm going to pay this show one compliment, which is, I out loud said, where the fuck are their parents? And then the show immediately told us where yeah, the parents yeah, were. Then Keto was like, hey, where are our parents? And they're like, oh, they're at where, a neighborhood, a, a neighborhood association trip, which I think is code for swingers. But we'll get to more of the parents later. And they're like, we're the only ones here. And that really sounds like a fucking threat. And we see them on the screen at like from a downward angle. So they're like staring down intimidatingly. And we don't see Kata in the image. They're staring at us. And we stopped here because we had to gauge how fucking like terrifying it was. How threatening it was. Like, okay, so, so far throughout this episode, Kita has made it very clear he wants nothing to do with the sexual advances of his sisters. He makes it more clear here in a moment. And they're just threatening him with sex. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. So he goes to bed without dinner, without drinks, because he doesn't want to deal with his sister's sexual advances. He uh, he has a he has a parent teacher conference coming up the next day. But he, yeah, but he, he has to throw the form away because his parents aren't there. Yeah, and they, they, didn't, they didn't tell him that they weren't going to be there. Yep. And he's like, oh darn. So before he goes to bed, he like he like walks off camera, and you're like heavy machinery noises and like da 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 and clang, bing, bang, boom. Because yeah, he remembers what his sisters just said about them being the only ones there. And then we get a look at his door, and it's like. Multiple padlocks, a minimum and of like, I think chain locks. I, I, I think it was like a minimum of seven padlocks and like a deadbolts and like his door is like it'd be easier to take it off the hinges than get through all those locks. Yep. But no, that doesn't stop his sisters from breaking into his room in the middle of the night, pinning him down, and filling him up, tying his hands above his head, and literally rubbing his dick over his underwear. Now, this is the first scene. Where it happens every other time something like this happens the rest of the series, right? Most of the episode. Um, whenever the sisters do weird fucked up things, sultry saxophone music plays in the background. Like, careless whisper, fucking Kenny G-ass fucking like... But really bad knockoff version. Like, Mom, I want Kenny G. We have Kenny G at home. Kenny G at home. Like, yeah. oh my god. So And so, uh, like... It, during the scene when they're crawling up on him and shit and like they have his hands tied down and they're trying to kiss him and like sexually like sexually <laughs> oh, yeah. abuse him they're like he's like stop and they're like it's okay this is just this is just a greeting in America fun fact three fucking Americans here hey Chris is this a fucking greeting in America if someone did this to me in the good old US of A um I'm pretty sure that they would be locked away for a very long time look I'm 100% on board with ACAB, but if I woke up and somebody was sexually assaulting me, I'm calling the police. Like, yeah. Like, ACAB no. maybe, but you're going to prison, bitch. Not not a fucking American greeting. What the fuck? We we're kind of led to believe it's a dream because he wakes up and there's like, a... He literally goes, oh, it was just a dream. Also because the sisters in the sequence are in their panties. And when they wake up, they're all fully clothed. No, they're not. One of them has pants on, the other one still is just And the other face. one's wearing the same shirt, she just has pajama pants on now, so she might have just gotten cold and put the pants on. Yep. That's true. Um, yeah, so morning, and it's definitely not just a dream, because 
his, all of his locks have been like pulled off the Destroyed. door. Destroyed. Yeah, they fucking blew through his door so they could sexually molest him while their parents were not there and while he was sleeping. I don't care about anything from the rest of the show. Everything from the rest of the show, like from this point on, he becomes much more submissive to them. Yeah. No. No, yeah. right? Like He literally, rightfully, freaks the fuck out and flees. Not just his room, he flees the fucking house. Yep. So he smash cut. No, no, no. We yep. have the worst part, remember? Yeah, because then Rico... Because Rico needs to take the trash out. And she pulls a Kleenex out of Kita's trash. So in a teenage boy's room, there's a wadded up Kleenex in the trash can. Mm-hmm. And then she sniffs it. Yeah. And while she's doing that... She then notices the crumpled up notice for a parent-teacher conference. The sisters are like, oh, mom, dad are out of town. We need to help with this. Yep. Yep. And then we smash cut to an ass shot of a girl in, like, a PE uniform with, like, super short shorts. And it's like, it's PE class. Oh, yeah. And the way we learn what they're doing in PE class is just by following the asses of the girls in the PE class. They're running, they're ju- they're in a high okay, vault, so, they're landing from the high jump, whatever the fuck it is, the vault. So, I don't like this show, I don't like anything about this show. That's a clever way to move us across this gym, the gym soccer, the gym class. Yeah. In what is essentially an edgy comedy. Like, edgy is... Perverted. Perverted, like, anime. So, I would argue that edgy is, like, haha... It's movies like a, are funny. It's like a raunchy right? comedy. Well, et, which et, et, shows are fine sometimes. Etchy doesn't have to be funny. Etchy can be like... Just something that's wrong. Insanely fucked yeah. up. This show is softcore porn. I mean, that's what a lot of Etchy is. Like, There's literally there's literally an Etchy anime about a guy who goes around and like reviews fucking aliens. Like That's his entire job. And the manga didn't have the sex scenes, but when they made the Etchy, they, when they made the anime, they're like... Let's put let's put scenes of him fucking these aliens. What the aliens. fuck are you talking about? I don't know. I learned about it from the anime man in his in his podcast. So I you know I am what you might call a weeaboo. Right, I've been watching anime since high school, right? But I really <laughs> rookie numbers uh, <laughs> four. So I really do try for both. I, I tried to avoid edgy shit because I was like. I'm fat. I'm in marching band. I play D and D. I do I not get more horrible stereotypes. I get, I get bullied enough. I'm not gonna let people know that I watched like the stereotypical anime about panties. Yeah, I've never been a fan of that, but like, there's been a few shows where like that premise seems really fucking cool, and I start watching like, ah, fuck. <laughs> Just, I'm not a fan of them, but I've watched several. I mean, I mean, yeah, it happens. So, back to. The show, a girl runs up to Kita, right? <laughs> yep. It turns out his sisters are not the only girls who want his penis. Nope. Every girl who talks to him, except for one, we'll get to her later. Um, except the opening applies to her as well at some point. At some point. In these two episodes, not, the, not though. Um, but this girl, her name is Mikazugi. Mitsubishi, yeah. Um, Nagasaki, and she's also pining, pining, pining for that sweet, sweet Kita dick. She wants that Kita dick, and she talks to him about like managing a team later. Like, like she's a year younger than him, mm-hmm. and yeah. she's like, "Oh, when we're in high school together, you're gonna play sports. I'll be the sports manager." 
Yada, 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 yada. And this, this is the point when I realized, oh shit, she's in middle school. And then my brain clicked, oh shit, he's in middle school. Yeah, I assumed they were all high schoolers initially. It was slightly better, which, and which, then it got so much worse. Like, I've watched some etchy shit, right? Like, Begotta uh, HK, I'm gonna search time. Begotta HK is so good. It's an it's a it's an etchy, but it's an etchy comedy that's fucking amazing. Yeah. Um, or like High School of the Dead, which is a legit good series. Yeah. But this is so bad and so wrong. And at least in Begotta HK and High School of the Dead, all of the characters are in high school at least. Yeah. Like, Jesus Christ. So the bell rings, it's time to go back to class. So the girl turns around and goes, Oh, wait. She says the word reveal and lifts up her skirt to show him her underwear. Her entire skirt. Her ass. Because of the way she's facing. But yeah, no, it's not. Like, what the fuck? Why? So. What the hell? Rico and Akko um, are in, in their separate classes in their high school because they go to a different school than him because. They're high school students. Mm -hmm. And it's implied that his grades aren't good enough to get into their high school. Yeah. And they want their brother in their high school. Well, the, the, the thing about it is they look at the paper and, like, he's apparently forgoing a recommendation to another school yeah. so he can go to their high school, which, I mean, clearly this is the first sign of his fucking Stockholm Syndrome, right? Because, like, he has a recommendation to another good school and he's like, but my sister's here at this one. Yeah. So they, they stand up in the middle of their class like, We've got to go. And then they both simultaneously head to um, Kita's school. Now... To attend his parent-teacher conference. No, I'm really, really disappointed, right? I thought maybe this show would give me one thing that I wanted, right? I thought for sure that Rico and Akko were going to stand on each other's shoulders in a big trench coat and be like, <laughs> We're the world's tallest parent! We're here for Kita's conference! Ha <laughs> ha! But I could not even take solace in that happening. Because instead, all of the friends we mentioned earlier... It's more than just the friends. The friends are like four. It's every, every fucking, fucking guy. From a giant mob and begin chasing them around the schoolyard. Because apparently, Kita's sisters just give off like some type of irresistible pheromone that makes every guy in their vicinity, who, oh, is, who is younger than them, because nobody in their high school is chasing them yeah. around, makes all of the middle school students chase them around... Trying to you know, rape them, I guess? At one, I, do you think that, that that family just has, like, weird supernatural bullshit pheromones? At one point, she, like, a person, like, manages to kind of catch up with them. So one of them just kicks him in the uh, face. Rico, the one with the band-aid, I think, right? Kicks him and he goes flying. So the other, other guys in the we, crowd are like... We do like, the uh, Team Rocket blasting off sound, bing, which is nice. Right. Mm -hmm. And the rest of the guys in the crowd are like, Oh my god, kick me, kick me, please, please, kick me, I, kick I, me, kick I, me. I do want to say there's one thing about this scene that I respect... She kicks him in the face, and that is prime opportunity for a panty shot. And they didn't do it. And they don't take it. Like, because we, we can't, but that's because we can't take the shot where it makes sense. We just have to have people randomly reveal their clothes <sighs> by saying the word reveal. Oh my god. So, then we get a group of middle school girls that attend Kita's um, middle school talking about how... There's rumors that Kita is fucking his sisters all the time and, like, uh, or wants to fuck his sisters and that they want to fuck him too, even though they're innocent, quote unquote. 
And then one of them says, apparently not so innocent, they're both here right now. Yeah, they both just came to the, his middle school she to confess their him. love. Yeah. yeah. And so they believe that his sisters came to their middle school in the middle of the day to confess their love for their brother out in public. Confessions are, as we've mentioned before on, on a previous episode, a thing in Japanese culture and mainly in anime and manga, but... Yeah. It's a thing. So Kita looked at the window and is like, oh, look, that is my sister's being chased by a big mob. I need to go see the fuck's going on. So he rushes downstairs. Yeah, he just runs and runs and then trips and somehow ends up with his face underneath another girl's skirt with his face, like, literally between her legs. He slams into her boobs face first and then lands on her crotch face first underneath her skirt. I'm talking like... Yeah, and this girl's name is Makuni, and I just can't help but feel bad for her. Yeah. So she, so this this show this show has the most generic, low budget, shitty animation. It's so bad. In right, is, is that right? In two episodes, in two separate episodes, Makuni gets sexually assaulted by our main character twice. And every time they draw Makumi, horrible. She is drawn better than the rest of the class for some reason. Yeah. And she looks legitimately, like, and rightfully so, legitimately fucked up and traumatized and begins, like, sobbing and the sobbing's, like, rack her fucking body. And I'm just like, what the fuck? I mean, yeah, yeah this is just a cycle of sexual abuse. Like, his sister sexually abused him, so he sexually abuses his classmates. Like, like then he doesn't say sorry, but, like, I just, like, I cannot impart onto you, the audience, enough that... Yeah. So he doesn't even really check to see if she's okay. He's just like, sorry, get someone to run the fuck out to help his sisters. Sisters outside, got a blast. So Kita then finally confronts his sisters, scolds them for showing up at school, and tells them that they need to go the fuck home. So the guys around him get upset because he just told the people that they want to fuck to go home. And his sisters are upset because he's mad, so they apologize. So. This is like, go to walk away. About 15 seconds pass. And he goes, Aw, shit, you guys are no, no, like, trying to help. No, like, he, 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 he finds the paper. Yeah, he steps on the parent-teacher conference. conference paper. Which, so they're not, they're not just there to fuck around and cause problems. He was like, this is an important day for me, whatever. So he, like, he picks up the paper, and he's like, Oh, this is my parent-teacher conference form. Why, did, why is it here now? And he puts it together, and he, he's like, Oh, they were just trying to help. So he chases after them, and... This whole time, there's the sax music playing. Yeah, but he chases after yeah. them. And the running animation for him chasing after them... Uncanny Valley got triggered so bad. It's it's such a bad animation, too. Like, his yeah. legs are going left and right of his body. Like... My 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 lizard brain went, humans no run like that. And I was like, <laughs> mm, bad, bad. Yeah, it's true that you're not. So Kita then directly apologizes to sexual abusers for yelling at them and telling them to go home. Mm-hmm. And, and they immediately are happy and yep. hug him. I, I just have right underneath this. I hate this so much. I fucking hate this. Like, they are sexual abusers. They are predators molesting their younger brother, and he's apologizing to them for for like not wanting them around. And yeah. if it's... you're like me, I'm sure you're wondering. What kind of parents will allow this to happen underneath their roof? Well, when we get home, his parents are there. Yep, and his dad's like, "It's we've explained this before to you, son. 
They're not your sisters. Go all out. They're Fuck your, them all you want. They're your step. They're your stepsisters. I had you. Your stepmom had them. We got together. You're not blood related. And then he explicitly states, "I am disappointed in you for not going all out with them while they were in the courtyard." Yeah, and the sisters are. I didn't raise you like uh, that. So hold on. No, like like, that. The sisters were super excited about this like lecture, and Kita just like looks like worried and concerned and like fucking rightfully so. And then his dad's like, I didn't raise my son not to fuck his sisters. Not those exact words, but basically those fucking exact words. It's those exact words. Yeah. And then we end the episode with My memory is 100% on this one. Then we end those the are the words. And do the whole double kiss thing again. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then the ending is... Oh, actually, I think we missed a very important part. His stepmom is here as well, and she's also on board with this. She's like, yeah, she, he's going to marry one of you one day. But which one? I Who guess knows? you'll have to fight over him. Ha ha ha! So yeah, then they kiss him either one on either side of the cheek, and then we get the ending. Which, if it wasn't for like the interstitial images from the episode, mainly of panty shots, this ending might almost be charming. You see, I disagree because they use CGI models of Akko and Rico, and they are like uncanny fucked up, like maybe deeply uncomfortable. I'd rather deal with that than anything else in the fucking anime. Like, oh, it's, it's just the sisters dancing, no panty shots from their dancing, and, like, I could buy this as, like, the ending to, like, a slice it, of life or, like, a normal, like, ro- ro- like romantic drama, but, like... The one of those fucking interstitials show up. Yeah, like, and then the interstitials show up, and it's one of the sisters with her panties or, or bra exposed. Yeah. So, but, that is episode one of this horrible show. I didn't even take notes on what I thought of after the ending of this because I think it's very, very obvious throughout. I'm going to ask anyways, Josh, what do you think about the show? It's fantastic. The first episode. It's fantastic. I need to watch the other 11 episodes. Right now, let's go. All 11. Let's go. Woo, woo, woo! Chris, what do you think? Um, so, there's a really, really good documentary called 121 Minutes That Changed America, and it is all found footage from video recorders of the 9-11 terrorist attacks right <laughs> um it also includes very graphic scenes of whenever the people in the twin towers their choices were to either jump from building yeah or, and the people so, that jumped so they would just jump and hit the streets i'd rather watch like a 10-hour compilation of people splatting against the fucking new york sidewalk than watch this fucking show like uh, i was wondering where this was going but damn yeah i'm there i get you hey justice what did you think of this episode that you've watched twice now because you have no fucking morals or humanity. Oh, no, no, no. It was horrible the first time, which is why I tried to fucking force Chris to suffer with it. And uh, I didn't work the first time. I've succeeded in that. Um, it's been long enough, though. I had managed to repress a lot more of the show than I thought, and I remembered fucking hated it and being disgusted by it. Um, I should have never done this. I chose this to torture you guys, <laughs> and I fucked myself. This is horrible. I hate Everything about it. So hey, we hate you. Justice, I don't blame you. Justice mentioned. If I die in my sleep tonight, I'll understand why. Justice mentioned repressing it. The second episode started. Justice grabbed the sides of his head and went, "Oh God, not this one!" Because our There's other a- friend who was there made a reference to something, and uh, the reference he made was to an outfit, and it was the very beginning of the fucking episode. And when he referenced the outfit, I don't remember at first. And then I did. There's a moment in the second episode where Justice was just like, no, it's okay, guys. I don't need to watch this. I remember this I part I remember now. this. 
and like turned away from the television and expected us to watch it without him. I was in control. They couldn't pause it. So, episode two. Oh, do we, do, yeah, we need that title of that episode. Um, episode two. Sorry. Kiss X Sis. Episode, episode two. two. A lesson just for two. It opens on a panty shot. Yeah. No, 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 no. It opens on a camel toe shot. Mm. Also, Kida's character model has completely changed. Yeah, they went from like... I think what happened is somebody in the production... They grew him older. Somebody in the production was like, hey, he looks like a child. And somebody's like, he's 14. And they're like, that's not okay. Make him look older. And now... But you greenlighted this for an anime. The dynamic of Kida has also changed. Last episode it was, man, I have these weird feelings about my sisters, but like, what they're doing to me is not okay, I don't like it. To Kida episode two is, actually, I've done some soul searching myself. I want to fuck my sisters. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, like Chris said, this episode opens with a panty shot, and that panty shot is Akko, Kida's sister, sitting on his bed... Dressed, dressed as up, a teacher. Dressed up as a teacher with her legs crop, well, with her legs open, revealing she has like the stereotypical basic instinct. Basic yeah. instinct. She pulls the basic instinct where her legs are crossed. She goes to like cross over for a split second. You like mm-hmm. you see like 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 camel toe like like Josh said, and it does like the slow motion replay. In case. And the slow motion replay, it fucking zooms in. And then. Uh, <sighs> Then, like, he makes an audible noise because he's turned on by looking at his sister's vagina. And she's like, oh, are you having trouble with a problem? And he goes, no. Here, let me come and rub my tits all over you. Yes. And then, thank God, we cut to the opening. Well, actually, at first he freaks the fuck out and falls out of his chair, and then we get to the opening. Oh, yeah. Then, thank God, we cut to the opening. I say thank God because I can tune the opening out without having to pay attention. Because I already took notes on it once, and now I don't have to look at it. And now I can just... A minute 30th break. For a minute and 30 seconds, still myself, (laughs) prepare my psyche for the inevitable barrage that this show is going to assault. For a minute and 30 seconds, my eyes glaze over and my brain is actively trying to impress what I'm seeing. I was actively on Twitter looking for anything to, like, bleach my eyes with. I'm going to go on Reddit later and find our eye bleach because I've never been there before, but I need it now. I... Yeah. So, um... We're going to backtrack to the last episode I was on, which is Vampire Diaries, right? I love, like, more darkness. So, the werewolves in the universe has something called the delirium, mm-hmm. which when a human sees a werewolf, yeah. its brain can handle it, so it'll try to, like, that was a big dog I saw, right? Yeah. I think I experienced the delirium where the opening started, and I was just, like, my eyes glossed over, <laughs> and then, like, all of a sudden, like, the opening was over, and I was like, what? Like, my brain was like, you need a break, and turned off. So, we uh, find out, after the OP, that Keaton needs to get a 50% on an upcoming test to pass. He's above a 50%. He got a 50% on the mock test. Yeah, yeah. And the sisters are lecturing him about how he needs to study. Well, mainly Akko's lecturing him about how he needs to study. Because- Rico chips in, but Akko's like, you fucking just rolled a pencil to answer yeah, questions. Because, well, Rico's like, to school. you don't need to study. You, you just need like a 51%. It's just like literally flipping a coin. It's luck. You'll be fine. I was. I got in. Also, Rico doesn't like that Akko and him are spending time together because remember the mom established like they're like pitted against that's each other. The, that's the whole plot of this episode. That's Which what, a friend, the friend we watched this with, said, and I quote, 
Don't worry, Rico gets episodes too. Like we give a fuck. We're not watching any more after this. Okay, got, got, okay. Except Justice, who watched all of the series. So kill me, please. I so, rem- I'm I'm still remembering things I don't want to remember. So I will give Justice credit that he like one. I, I so I live with Justice for a year in college. Um, Josh lives with him forever, right? Justice has this thing: if he starts any series, he he has to finish it, right? He's on season ten of Smallville, right? It's not good. So he started this because he's like, oh, "What's one of the worst animals ever?" And he finished it, right? The friend... Okay, guys, so... Um, I'll give you a little secret. I think the friend that we watched this with unironically enjoys it, like, thinks it's hilarious. Yeah. Anyways, um, I, I have a note here. I have it here in my notes. The timeline of this episode is a little wonky because apparently this scene where they're lecturing him takes place before the scene at the beginning of the, the episode... And then we cut to after. back in the room. So look, I, look, I just took that a show, as a... a show this terrible doesn't need to have a terrible timeline as well. Well, you see, I took it as the show being so bad that it almost gave off enough radiation to alter the fabric of space and time. I mean, I, I honestly, I assume it's probably <gasps> him like having hit his head and remembering why the fuck he ended up in the situation. I wish I could hit my head and forget the situation. So do I. So, anyways, then we then we get jump then we jump back to Akko. Dressed up as a as a teacher, and then the saxophone kicks in. Yep, and she uh, starts pulling up her skirt. Well, well, first she's asking if he finds the outfit attractive, and he's trying to deny he doesn't. And he's just like, "Yes, I do." And then she's pulling up her skirt to reveal her panties, and just before she like legitimately reveals her panties, she's like, "Nah, you need a study. You you, you need a focus. I can't be like distracting you with my sexy. She's not sexy. She's sixteen. Yeah, she's." Fuck, man, it's not it's not okay. I'm looking at my notes, and this is the most misspellings I have in a note file ever, and it's because normally I give a shit. Yeah. No, uh, I'm pretty sure it's because of the psychic damage. That, yeah. That's it, too. I was occasionally rolling for it when we passed. So Rico spies on them while they're, while they're studying, and then she's obviously jealous, although yeah. nothing really happens here. And obviously Keita can't focus on work. So then they're all having family dinner. And Akko asks Kita what he wants for a midnight snack while he's studying. And she ends up suggesting something called Akudon. So, which this is a dinner scene with the whole fam family. Yes. And the dad says something in response to Akudon about them not being able to borrow their mom. Now, I want to be straight with you. Five of us were watching this. Three of the five of us did not get this joke at all. Two of those five, two of the five of those people are here. Hi, Chris. What's up? What's an Akidon, Chris? So, I had no fucking clue. Yeah, I still don't want to know. They I, said Akidon, and it was a picture of, like... An egg dish of like, some like sort? Like, rice, an yeah. egg, and chunks of fried chicken in the egg. Yeah, like, it looks like a good food. Like, I would eat thumbs. But luckily, of the two people who did know what it was about... Justice! Yeah. What's an Akidon? What's the joke here? It's a horrible, horrible joke, and it makes everything all worse. Oh, really? How is that? How, how can you make a show about sexual abuse worse? <laughs> so what is what is the food? So the food is a chicken and egg rice dish. That sounds good. Yeah. I would eat that for a midnight, for a midnight snack. Yep. I would uh, eat like breakfast sandwiches with like chicken, like chicken and like egg on it. Yeah, that sounds... Oh, okay. oh yeah. Um, you're not going to want to eat that after this. In in this joke, uh, I heard the phrase before and I, people laughed about it in the fucking show that I was watching. I don't fucking remember what it was and I didn't fucking understand it. So... Me, being the smart person I was, decided, let's look up what this slang means, because apparently it's slang. 
Um, it's referring to having sex with a mother and her daughter at the same time because I assume in this situation you're the rice and you are with the chicken and the egg. So, and oh my fucking god, I've never been more disgusted by the idea of a chicken dish and I fucking to love To remind chicken. you, the father then was like, oh, it's too bad you can't borrow your mom. And then the mother is like, yeah, what a shame. And smiles. And then, throughout this entire scene, the dad is going, ha ha, so you know you're not blood related, right? Ha ha, so you, you know, like, if you fuck them, it's ethically fine, right? And she's not your mom. It, it'd be totally okay for you guys to have an on. No, no, no. he, he's not cool with it. She's fine with it, though, because they're not blood related. So, we also get the scene where we find out Rico is completely useless. It's part of this dinner, <laughs> dinner scene. Because... Re- yeah, Kita um, needs somebody to tutor well, him, and he needs food. Rico says uh, is upset that she can't help, and she insists that she can take care of him in other ways. And, and Akko's like, "Yeah, I can do that." To which the mother's like, "It's a shame there won't be anything left for me to help with." Yeah, Mom's like, again, so she has to reaffirm, useless. "I'd fuck him too." I'm a hundred percent sure Kita's just two broken arms away from being a Reddit thread. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> Or two broken up legs away from reading a Stephen King novel. I fucking hate this show. So misery describes my feeling of this. He's like, I have to study, but then it, like, like, doesn't it cut to him being like, like dozing? Like, I was... yeah, because it's like two a.m. Though he's been studying all fucking night, and then Akko's like, mm, it's two a.m. You should probably stay awake. Here, let me show you my boobs. Let me wake you up. And she's like. Uh, here are my boobies. Look, bra, boobs, stuff. The ex- and the exact phrase, are you awake now? Yeah. So, uh, then we go to his math. Do, like, do, is he at his math test or did you see the results of his math? Yeah, he, yeah but, he, but he filled the test because... He couldn't he, fucking He couldn't anything. focus because all he was thinking about was his sister's boobs. He was. He's like, okay, so the hypotenuse times the, the is tits? Yeah. So we, uh, we, go, we go back to him studying. A yes. squared plus B squared equals honk donbonkaloos. A so, squared plus B squared equals double C cup. Is du- equals double C cup. <laughs> yeah. So um, we, we go back to him studying, and Akka's in no more clothes. Did you guys get your hopes up at this point? A little bit. No. And I knew, <laughs> I knew it was a bait and switch, and I was immediately afraid. Oh, so this is the scene where Justice is like, okay, guys. I don't need to watch this. I, I know what's going on. I, I, didn't, I don't want to Justice, you can't submit people to literal torture and then back out of it. In the, the U.S. government does it all the time. No, they don't back out of it, though. They got their balls. They they aren't being tortured at the same time. She walked in in normal you think, clothes. You think you could use this to torture people in, like, one time? Yeah. I think so, yeah. Yeah, okay. No, no. no, I, no I'm pretty sure, like, they wouldn't because I'm pretty sure the show violates the Geneva Convention. Guantanamo Bay and the torture we do on prisoners already. Anyways, so she walks in wearing normal clothes, right? Mm-hmm. And my my body instinctually knows that it's. I mean, it's gonna be worse than I could possibly imagine. I should you know. I think my body entered flight or fight. Okay, like, I was I I was like I was caught by the bait and switch. I was like, oh. I, I was for a brief moment. I, I can like, relax oh, for half a second, and then Justice is like. I don't need to watch this. I'm like, oh god, what the fuck is coming? Oh yeah, because the moment in which you were like, I think I'm safe, my mom was like, I think I'm safe. Oh fuck, no, I'm not. So, 
what this is is he's got an English test coming up that he needs to study for. So what did she do? She wrote his vocabulary with its definitions all over her body. And I don't mean like on her arms and shit. I mean like literally on her boobs and in her thigh and across her vagina. The mm-hmm. climax of the scene is that half of a vocabulary word is obscured by her panties. And he has to push them aside to finish reading the sentence. And his finger kind of goes into her vagina. And, and she climaxes. It, it happens. Yep. That's the scene. That's that's the scene. Mm-hmm. And then it smash cuts to him on his way to school trying to remember it. But then like, going through his head. And realizing it worked. Yes. But uh, as he does it, he like goes through his head of the whole moving the pants side of the thing in. And this is when he sexually assaults Mikumi again. He pokes her in the tit. No, his finger stops before her boob, and he realizes, and he fucking pokes her anyways. And then... Intentionally, yeah. And then hyper-realistic crying Mikumi comes back. And then Mikazuki's there for some reason, and she's just like, oh, hey, here's my panties. Yeah. After, like, some line about being jealous of Mikumi, like... Oh, actually, sorry. I'm jealous. She's not like, here's my panties. She pulls up her entire uniform, and she's like, here's my panties and bra. Yeah, because she's... Because she was jealous of Mikumi being sexually assaulted. This show is the fucking worst. Yeah. Um, and then, then so he passes. He gets an 85 on this test. Yay. Um, this time a history lesson. She's dressed even more suggestively this time. A G-string and a bikini that barely covers her tits. And she's covered in history facts, apparently. Yep. And then we also see Akko is learning to cook. Yep. Which would normally be like a sweet sentiment, but not in this show. Yeah, like you'd be like, oh, my brother needs somebody to help give him food because he's trying to study for this test so he can get into the high school he wants to get into. I'm going to learn to cook for him. In a normal show, that would be endearing. In this show, she's not thinking, I need to get, I need to learn how to cook for him. She's thinking, if I learn how to cook for him, I can fuck him. But also, personally... The logic isn't there for me. I have like I have a high school degree, I have a college degree, right? At no point when I'm studying for test, I'm like, I'm like, no, start it up. But gosh darn it, what I'm missing for this study session is some food. Just want to make some soup in the end, like. If I'm gonna eat anything when I'm not studying, it's not soup. It's also this. The soup is the same animation of soup. From the previous episode, all they these just, fuckers eat yep. potato stew. They just recycled the animation. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Um, um, we, we go to the next day where his friends think he cheated on yeah, his test. Yeah, he gets an 85 back and his friends think he's cheated on his test. And he's just like, I just asked my sister Akko to tutor me. So and they're all super jealous. Initially, their imagination is... It's so much more fucking tame. Yeah, they're like, oh. And like, it's, it's, it's like a very reasonable imagination. And then they imagine him fucking her and she's tutoring him on how to fuck. <laughs> Which is great because then he has that same thought. Later. He, he dreams that same thing. Mm-hmm. So then we get to the final study session? Uh, wait, no, 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 no. You skip, we, the, you skip the part where Rico we see stays Rico. after school Oh yeah. to like learn how to chop vegetables. What, what uh, vegetables does she Actually, she, she, learns how, she learns how to hand job the penis. <laughs> yeah, because first she's holding an eggplant. And watching it vigorously. Obviously, eggplant couldn't be a stand-in for fucking anything. I mean, the show was made in 2010. Couldn't be a stand-in. Before, before it's time. Before it's time. Couldn't be a stand-in for anything. And then she picks up a cucumber and she's like, talking about the cucumber, like, 
She's she, like, she she salts it and like rubs it in like kind of a normal way like if you're trying to like salt get, like get yeah, a yeah, you get the like salt in there by like rubbing it across the salt pushing it down yeah. and then she picks it up and she starts stroking the cucumber and then she like rubs it against her face because she's imagining it's her brother's penis that's what this is she's imagining the cucumber is her brother's dick and she's rubbing it on her face and she's massaging it like it's like she's jacking off a dick and that's what this is and some teacher is out in the hall watching her and she's like what is she doing with those vegetables? Yeah. Yep. And now we were going to that thing, Chris. The, uh, wait, not the spinal situation. We have his dream. Yeah, this is where Kida dreams oh, no. of fucking Akko because she tutors him in sex. He does the same thing as friends imagined. It's gross. It's disgusting. It's... Yeah, when, when he wakes up, though, she is right next to him, so I'm not entirely sure it's a dream. I'm pretty sure he's just repressing the shit that's happening to him at night. So, if they begin the final study session where she's going to ask him... Ten questions, mm-hmm. but every time he gets a question wrong, she gets to kiss him. They got fucking smooched. Yeah, because, and, she, uh, and he's first like, she offered it up as a reward. He did it correctly. Yeah, and he, he, he yeah because initially she's going to kiss him, and he's like, "That's not a reward. That's a punishment." And she's like, "Fine. For each question you get wrong, you have to kiss me." <laughs> he he hasn't kissed me since we were in the fourth grade. <laughs> so he gets the first three questions right because. Apparently, using sex to study is highly effective. And she's like, fine, I'm going to stop asking questions I know he knows the answers to. Let me ask this question that's that we haven't studied at all. So he gets it wrong. She also institutes a timer at the same time. Yeah, yeah. She institutes a timer that wasn't part of the original agreement. Um, so yeah, he gets it wrong, obviously. And he's like, well, it's a punishment game. Got no choice but to kiss her. Oh, well... And he kisses her. And, you know... With a gratuitous... Hold on. You're right, but hold on. And it could just be, like, a simple peck. That could have been all it was. That, that, that was the requirements. That would have that meant the requirements. But, Chris, you wanted to say something? A gratuitous amount of tongue. Oh, like, what else? What else? Like, what literally just a scene of, of tongues, like, wrap, wrapping around each other. And then he's like, I'm gonna suck on that neck. And like, oh, he starts, you missed something before that. Oh, yeah. He's, 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 like, he's like groping her tits now. Oh, I didn't see that. His hand is sliding down to her waist when we see him kiss her neck. Mm-hmm. Oh. And then she kind of like pulls herself away. She's like, you can't leave marks on me. People could see that. Not where they're visible. Yeah, not where they're visible. And then he grabs her by the waist and pulls her back in and goes back in for it. And we get fucking saved by Rico for the cock block. Rico gets a dab here. Boom. Fucking play Boom, of the game. Rico. Thank you. Thank you best part here is the rest of this episode has almost no sexual connotation but the rest of this episode is like two minutes because rico's like hey i've been learning how to make food for you here's some soup and he's like oh it tastes bad it's nasty he spits it out yeah it's nasty he spits it out and then his grade is up again it's a 65 percent the episode ends he 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 rushes to hug akko and rico's jealous that's the end of the episode there's no more sexualness that's it yep we get two minutes of reprive at the end, although none of it's none of it's even better because it's all contextualized by what, we, what we've seen for the last forty-five minutes. Yeah, it's horrible, and just horrible. So, Chris, you go first. Would you watch the rest of this? Um, not only would I not watch the rest of this, but I'm fairly certain that I'm on the FBI watch list for watching the two episodes that I did watch. Okay, justice. Oh, you already watched the rest of this. You already watched this all. Never mind, your answer doesn't count. Yeah, uh, if if I could, I'd go back and unwatch all of it. Would you? Because you just made yourself and us rewatch it. Again, 
I forgot just how bad it was. I remember it being bad. I didn't remember it being this fucking bad. In case it's not obvious by my complete and absolute vitriolic hate, I would not watch another episode of this. I would not watch this ever again. And in fact, I want to make this clear. This show is not available to watch on any normal streaming platform. Justice, didn't you have to pirate this? We did. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, luckily you're not going to accidentally stumble across it. That's a good thing. You don't want that to fucking happen. Anyways, we told you that we wouldn't watch it, but Chris, what are your thoughts on this? Um, growing up, watching anime. Okay. Right. Whenever, you always had like, so anime had like the stereotype of like, isn't it the cartoons where they show girls' panties and it's like, no, it's the like, the, the, I watch Dragon Ball Z and like, Except nah, nah, nah. Dragon Ball was terrible about that. Like, yeah. But you said Dragon Ball Z, not Dragon Ball. Yeah, you're right. So, this, I feel like, shows like this is what gives the entire genre of anime, like, the negative connotation that it has for, like, decades. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? 100%. And because of how bad the show is, because it, because it exists, I cannot blame people for thinking that way. So, edgies can be good. Like, yeah, like we said earlier. I don't think any of us would argue that High School of the Dead is bad. It's a... For me personally, it, like, really skirts the line, like, too edgy for me. Yeah. But it's a good show, right? Like, it's okay. Compared to this, it's like... <laughs> High School of the Dead was, was... I liked it. I mean, it's a little edgy. Like, a little more edgy than I would like. And the beach episode's, like, gratuitous. I don't think I even watch that. Oh, the beach episode's at OVA. Yeah, I don't It's that. just le- legitimately gratuitous. The zombie they fight is a giant tentacle monster. Yeah, I'm, this, I'm not watching that. This show makes High School of the Dead look like the fucking Godfather. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, we, we don't hate this show because it's an etchy. Like, etchies can be done well. Yeah. A good etchy is, like, a raunchy comedy movie or some shit. Like, it's not necessarily a bad thing. In all... This in is all, a bad in, thing. In all seriousness, all jokes aside, this, these two episodes made me deeply uncomfortable... And yeah. I feel icky. Same. I literally felt traumatized when I finished watching this. And I, I, I'm feeling a little bit of that traumatization right right now again. Like, having to discuss this for an hour, like... Yeah, uh, so am I. Literally, my final thoughts are just, fuck, fuck, why the fuck, what the fuck did... I, what? Fuck. Why? Yes. Why did I fucking hope to torture these two fucks with this fucking shit? What the fuck was I fucking thinking? Fuck. Yes, Justice. Fuck. That's what, that's what he does with his sisters. This is, Don't. This is effectively... Like, Justice went, I want to give these guys radiation poisoning. So without putting on his own radioactive proof suit, he just, like, picked up some radium and was like, ha ha, I'm poisoning you guys, ha ha, as his hair was falling out. I mean... <laughs> yeah. So, first, before we, like, before we actually wrap down, I want to apologize because I don't know... I want to apologize for, A, making you guys listen to this. If you listen through to it, like, I would say that's your fault, but it's not. Listen, listen, listen. There's no way you could have expected everything that happened here. I want to say, and people, you can keep track of this, right? If you listen to this full episode, you get your first co-pilot's gold star. This is a gold star episode. If you listen to it, you made it through. Keep track of how many gold stars you have by the time of the heat death of the universe comes. Oh, probably less than three. But <laughs> we'll try to make sure it's less than three, because I assume gold stars are going to be for really, really horrible things. Or, no, just really, really horrible things. Yeah. Um, before we wrap this up, I do want to apologize because 
Comparatively to other episodes, you may have noticed I was, like, speedballing my way through this. Um, that's because every sentence I read in my notes made me angrier. Yeah. So I think uh, we can all agree just to wrap things up and never speak of this show ever again. Yeah, so this is we're co-pilots review. Chris, you don't have anything to plug again, do you? I don't want anything that I'm associated with associated with this show. That's fair. Yeah. D- don't want to get your SEO fucked up and get your Twitter handle associated with this. 100%. So, yeah. that said, I exactly want to get my, my SEO fucked up and associate my Twitter handle with this. We're Copilots Review. You can find us at copilotsreview.simplecast.com or on Twitter at Copilots Review or email us at copilotsreview at gmail.com. Now, here to mind, I'm going to fucking sink this plane